Welcome, everybody, to the loudest podcast, the loudest podcast on the internet. It's the show where we go on crazy, stupid adventures so you don't have to. I'm your host, Asterios Coconuts. With us, as always, is Sriracha. Hello. And I want to thank you all for continuing to support us in these unprecedented times. In these times of change and uncertainty, I'm trying to do all the things commercials are doing now. I want to, like, say all those phrases. Do you know any of these phrases? Oh, no, I, I was just going to comment. Like, I love it how the Carvana commercial yes. is like, we are here. Like, they have to pretend like this isn't the best thing to happen to Carvana yes. in this entire history. I know. I know. They're, they're like, if you need a car right now, our touchless contact pickup, you can pick up a car. Right? It's like, where are we going? Why would someone need a car right now? If you're not American, Carvana is a website where you can buy cars on the internet. And I know what you're thinking. Americans really have so much money to piss away that they're <laughs> buying cars on the internet. And the answer is no. <laughs> well, there, there are other things they are always like, we're Carvana. We invented the car vending machine. Fucking stupid. <laughs> That's the fucking dumbest thing. I'm not going to buy a car I haven't driven and haven't seen Carvana. They're trying to use COVID. The other one I fucking hate is Grubhub. How Grubhub is like, if you don't buy food with Grubhub, these Western ones will disappear. And it's like, apparently, small businesses are like begging Grubhub, can you please lower your 30% commissions? Oh and my Grubhub God. is like, no, we're sorry. Grubhub does all this nasty shit. For example, they will find your business. They'll like, let's say you run like Tom's Pizzeria, they'll find it, they'll find your menu. And they'll put it all up on Grubhub without your permission. So all of a sudden, like they're like they're taking thirty percent off the top of sales that you like, like that they are just straight. You have to like call them and be like, "Can you please take our restaurant off your service? We never joined your service, and that fucking takes forever." Also, I think either Grubhub, yeah. Another thing that Grubhub's doing is um, they're like. From 5 p.m. to 8 p.m., if you order more than $30 worth of food, we'll give you $10 off. It's a great way to help the little guy. Guess who has to pay the $10? Yeah, I wonder who's eating that. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely not Grubhub. It's fucking terrible. Oh, I hate all this shit. Yeah, but oh my God, talking to people on the phone is so terrible. I know. Remember that... On the other on the other side of it, the one time we called a restaurant and tried to give them the business without Grubhub and Uber Eats, they were so confused and they just told us to please use Uber Eats next time. Yeah, fucking, <laughs> it was like they had never gotten a, back in my day. We mm-hmm. could call a business and they would know how to answer the phone. They wouldn't be fucking confused and have to hand you off to six different employees to place a goddamn order for a fucking donair. And then they fuck up the donair yeah. and send you something. It is pretty fucking hard to fuck up a donair. We, I, I know one way to fuck it up. Don't deliver it. We didn't get our donair. We didn't get our donair. We yeah. got like a plate of something. It didn't even have the tzatziki sauce on it. That's the best part. Yeah, so I'm getting a lot of emails from companies that are just like, like, hey, you're indoors a lot more. Isn't it time to get a better pillow? And is it like, isn't it time to leave me the fuck alone? Everybody is suffering right now. Can you please stop trying? Like, some company keeps trying to send me ads for their, like, vote for whose pillow is best. It's like, th- th- no, I I don't care about, like, your... Your uh, your pillow March pillow madness. I don't care right now. 
I hate you. <laughs> Are you getting a lot of this shit too? Yeah, I'm never using a pillow again. Yeah. I, I have, um, I have, I have actually been pretty good at unsubscribing to all those email lists that I find myself on, mm-hmm. and it's like. I, I, it just pisses me off. Everybody is like, please, please spend money. And I'm like, no, I will never spend money. I finally, uh, figured out that I am eligible for the Trump bu- bucks. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had to go on IRS.gov and enter my, uh, Adjusted gro- gross adjusted income. Yeah, and my bank account. Let me tell you that fucking IRS dot that website is the best argument against communism <laughs> I can think of. It's barely functional, mm-hmm. and it locks you out for twenty four hours if you enter the wrong income. Yes, I don't fucking remember how much money I made last year. I had to go dig out my two thousand eighteen tax return. Yes, that happened to my mom. My mom got locked out for twenty four hours as well. Like, um, like, uh, yeah, it's, uh, well, hey, look, I'm glad you're, are you getting all $1,200? Uh, I think so. Oh, that's okay. That's great. I got my $1,200 on April 15th, 2020. But first off, I shouldn't be calling them Trump bucks, but I'm definitely calling them Trump bucks. It's funny. It's a funny name. It's weird. And I got a text from like, I got a text from my, uh, my, uh, cousin, my wife's brother. And she's like, I got my Trump bucks. Thanks, Donald Trump. And it's like, anyway. Hey, thank you for voting for the president that gave us the Trump bucks. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was gone like in five minutes. Because, like, I had built up all this, like, credit card debt and this. And so, I sent some of the money. Like, I get the money at, like, 3 in the morning. I, my mom and my aunt and my cousin texted me at, like, 3 in the morning on the 15th. They're like, did you get your Trump bucks? Did you get your Trump bucks? And I pay some of it towards this credit card, some of it towards that credit card, put a little bit of this in savings, a little bit of that. And then it, it was just all gone. Like, all $1,200 were gone in, like, two minutes. I don't know what I'm going to do with my $1,200. Probably wear a Grubhub. <laughs> yeah, I know. God, don't. I calculate, would you like to guess how many times, okay, so listeners, a couple of weeks ago, I spent four solid days just getting drunk and high. Um, it was awesome. I had a good time. Very, it was awesome for me. It was, it was not awesome for Sorrentia to have to deal with just like a stoned zombie lumbering around the house and like people delivering Grubhub at three in the morning. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> I counted, how many times did I order Grubhub in two days? Four times. Six times. No, how? I I ordered Grubhub six times in two days. I was calculating it all. That's ridiculous. When I was on that goddamn bender. But the ice cream was really good. That's true. The ice cream was really good. The milkshakes were really goddamn good. I wish we had some ice cream right now. Yeah, me too. But, oh, I did buy one nice thing with my Trump bucks. I bought a brand new microphone. by, By brand new, I mean used. Off eBay. It's the... I'm proud of you. It's called the Heil PR40. I don't like that name. I don't like the Heil. I don't like that it's called Heil. How do you spell it? H-E-I-L. Why is it called that? I don't know. You think they would have... I kind of... You kind of got to give it to them for thinking, we're going to ride this out. Yeah. We're just gonna, we're gonna, eventually this won't be a thing. Sure, it's been a hundred years. Well, it's been like 80 years since World War II. Another 20, 30 years and our name won't be so weird anymore. Yeah. Oh my God. I wonder why. That doesn't seem like a good business. When was this company founded? I, I need to know. I will look this up. Here we go. Uh, that's right. Uh, 
the Heil Corporation. I'm, I've gone to HeilSound.com. No. <laughs> um, half of their website is for pro audio. Half of it is for ham radio. Uh, and they have, and by the way, one of the things I'm going to do before I die is become the king of ham radio, I've decided. Okay. I want to be the most popular man on ham radio, and I want to have a show called Going Ham with the Stereos Coconuts. You're have to beat out uh, Review Bra. He's, I think, the king of the radio right now. I'm sorry, what? Review Bra has a, oh no, that's shortwave radio. I don't know if he's still running it, but back in the day, he had a... um. A podcast where he would just, or it's not a podcast, it's more just like a radio show where he would just read letters from people that watch his YouTube channel, the guy that reviews the fast food, and then just played music, like old timey music. He's a weirdo and he's very charming. That is the cutest thing I've ever goddamn heard. Isn't in it my- cute? Yes, it is. See, I want to become the king of ham radio. For the marketing. I want to be like, so I can go on actual media that people listen to and be like, I'm the king of ham radio. I have the most ham radio listeners in the world. You five listeners, check out my podcast that's not on the ham radio. But Review Bra's on shortwave radio because Review Bra just wants to be on shortwave radio. He likes the equipment and the crystals and the cables and the soldering. Yeah, he's just a weirdo. He I, just likes shortwave radio. I just really, really like that. Okay, so Hyle is only 50 years old. World War II was in the 1940s. They should have known better. Yeah. What does Hyle mean? I Let me look it up. Let's find out. I've looked it up. Hyle means salvation. So, wait, what does that mean in the context of Hyle Adolf? I don't know. I'm trying to think. It's like salvation... Adolf? I'm looking I'm looking this up. You look it up. You look it up. Okay, while you're looking that up, yeah. So I'm very, very excited about my brand new microphone. It will be here very soon. Um, if it works, I'm also gonna get one for Sriracha. But I wanna sound all buttery smooth, like all the good podcasts. You know, they're all like all buttery smooth. Wait, 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 what did you find you're smiling? It, it says it's just says, Hail my leader. I don't uh, maybe it's maybe it's got multiple meetings. Yeah, I don't know. I'm you know what? I'm kind of glad that neither of us really know what this means. That's a good thing. If one of us was like, oh, I know exactly what it means. It means this and this and this and this and this. It's like, mm, slowly back away. Mm, that's weird. Mm. I don't like that. Um, so anyway, so that's what I so that's what I spent my Trump bucks on. A brand new used microphone from a questionably named company. Do, are you going to pull the trigger and get a Nintendo Switch? Because... I don't know why you're not in Animal Crossing. It seems like it's the perfect place for you. I think I, it does. I really want to, but everywhere it's sold out, like everywhere. I can't find a Switch at a reasonable price point anywhere on Earth, I planet know. Earth. And no, I will not buy a Switch Lite. I would rather kill myself than buy a Switch Lite. I know. I want to put it on the TV and play like Mario Kart with my nieces and have fun with the Switch. Yeah. I have been, I haven't told you this, but. I've downloaded um, the Target app, the Best Buy app, and the uh, Urban Outfitters app. And I, a couple of times a day, I've been looking for a Nintendo Switch because one of these days I want to just surprise you with a Nintendo Switch. Oh, I would love that. Yeah, I know. That's the real thing I wanted to spend my goddamn Trump bucks on was a Nintendo Switch. The other day, like the Target uh, at, at Atlantic Avenue by the Barclays Center, they were like, we have one Nintendo Switch. You got to meet her at like 8 a.m. to get it. And I could, I just knew 
that like if I went all the way down there, there'd be like some glasses wearing, bearded, flannel wearing fuck with a podcast, you know, like be like, I want my Nintendo Switch, you know, like some like real man baby would like get it, get it instead of me. You should have beat the shit out of him. You could probably beat that guy up. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, we might do that weird mirror combat thing that you see in cartoons where, like, we both punch at the same time and, like, we both hurt our hands. And you're both, like, color-swapped versions of one another. <laughs> exactly. He's got, a, he's got a red beard, red red hair, brown glasses. He wears he wears a, a flannel shirt that that is black squares with red stripes. <laughs> Negasterios. What's Negasterios like? And what's Negrantia like? Uh, I don't know. Maybe Negasterios is quiet. I don't I don't know. Okay. I like that. Neg Negrantia sleeps until four in the morning. Cause you're up early. You've been up early lately. Yeah. You're doing a good job. It's cause I just want to go to bed all the time. This sucks. Life sucks. Oh, you mean you mean the depression that literally all, I mean, and I don't, I'm not trying to say this to be a jerk, but it's like, everyone is depressed right now, and everyone has a good, and for the first time, everyone has a good reason to be. Yeah, yeah, I guess. It's not like the traditional ennui of like, hmm, like, like I, I don't know what to do with my life, oh, I'm bored, ooh, what's, your, what's my calling? It's like, yeah, we all gotta stay inside and wear masks, and chicken costs more <laughs> money now, it's weird, I'm depressed. How much does chicken cost? Some... I have only found chicken on sale once since this whole thing started. Uh, that package of chicken I bought in there cost $15. That's $15 worth of chicken. And unfortunately, that's only one serving for me. Like, you're not going to get any of that chicken. Does the chicken have coronavirus? Why? Just in case, let me eat it all. Let me take care of it. I'll jump on that Corona bullet for you. Sounds good. Um, We got to get a Nintendo Switch. You've got to join the Animal Crossing first. How about this? If we can't find a Nintendo Switch in a week, we just bend over, suck it up, and buy the stupid tw- tw- uh, the stupid Switch Lite. No. Really? I will never buy the Switch Lite. Didn't you hear me? I would I would rather kill myself. No, you did say that. But you say that about a lot of things. You say, like, I'd rather kill myself than brush my teeth. I'd, ra- I'd rather kill myself than take a shower. Yeah, I just want to kill myself, bro. It's not weird. <laughs> no, no. You're a millennial. That's your whole thing. You're the generation that's known for wanting to kill yourself and memes, according to that one meme I saw. Yeah, that's probably it. Fuck you, Jet Xers. You wish you were included in anything ever. You guys suck. Yeah, I know. I know. And a lot of stuff's our fault, don't forget. A lot of stuff's our fault. I just hate you guys. I just hate you guys so much. You're so smug. You're all assholes. You just want to be included in everything so fucking badly. And nobody wants to include you because you suck so bad. The weird thing about Gen X is we're the only generation that, like, used the word posers. We're, like, the only generation that was like, hey, don't be a sellout, you poser. Boomers and millennials both come out of the womb, like, screaming wanting some sort of endorsement deal. Oh, yeah. That's a... a Millennials don't really have a concept of selling out, I don't think. I know. It's weird, because, like, when Justin Wang got that that rum deal, we were all like, great job, Justin Wang. We're very proud of you, That's exactly what I was going to say. I was like, hey, good for you, man. I'm jealous. (laughs) I want to sell out. I can't wait to sell out. Especially because I know for a fact that you like crack and rum because of the time that you drank an entire bottle of it. What? 
didn't, I believe you drank an entire bottle of Kraken rum to avoid giving it to the TSA agents when you were in Barbados or something. Do you seriously think that I was able to drink an entire bottle? I had like three sips. <laughs> he tr- that's an entire bottle for a teeny tiny baby like you. I just drank as much of it as I could before throwing the rest in the garbage. Yeah. So would you care, just to fill in the rest of the details, you want to tell people what happened with that? So when I'm telling this isn't fucking bullshit, I was coming back from Barbados and I buy at the duty free store a giant bottle of rum and it was not cracking rum. It was like some kind of brand that you can only get in the islands, mm-hmm. right? So I have this giant, it was a big ass bottle too, like 1.75 liters or whatever. Mm -hmm. And when you go through customs, so I got, I went from Barbados to Miami and then from Miami back to New York. You go through customs and you have to go fucking twice. Isn't that bullshit? Like you have to go through customs to get on the plane in Barbados and then you have to get off the plane and go through again at the American Gay, and it's fucking horseshit. So, of course, I can't take this giant bottle of rum with me. And the guy, uh, the TSA agent, doesn't speak any English. He's just like pointing to the garbage. I was like, fuck you, buddy. So, I opened it up and I drank as much as I could. And then I had to throw like 99% of it away. <laughs> and we both know that that guy would have immediately reached into the garbage and grabbed that entire bottle of rum. Yeah, right? I'm glad I licked all over it. I'm like, glad. Is that how coronavirus happened, maybe? Probably. Yeah, that that would make sense. All right. Where are you going to travel to when all this bullshit is over? Oh, I'm going to Scotland. Oh, that's right. You're going to Scotland. I got to get my tickets to Scotland, too. I don't know if I can bring you. Bring me? You don't know if you can bring me. It's like it's like it's going to be a shoestring trip. Look, I'm inviting myself on your girl's trip to Scotland. You're just going to have to deal <laughs> with this. I'm coming along. Even if I have to sneak into one of your bags, I'm coming to Scotland. Hell yeah, brother. If anybody is Scottish, I need you guys' advice. I'm pretty kind. Con- Can you explain to me, like, explain like I'm five, how the public transportation there works? Because I have to go to, I'm flying to Glasgow, and the wedding is taking place in a part of the city. I looked it up. It's kind of like outside of the main part of the city. Hang mm-hmm. on. Let me look up the name so he lives in a town called Greenock, which is outside of the main Glasgow area. If you are Scottish, can you explain to me how to get from the airport to Greenock? I would really appreciate it. Your friend doesn't know? Um, the person whose wedding you're going to? No, I'm sure she does, but I don't want to ask. I'm embarrassed. I don't want to admit that I don't want to know how to figure out how the tube or what or the the trolley works or whatever the bullshit they call it over there. That's a weird. That's a weird thing to have anxiety about. It's like it's like oh wow. My friend would really judge me if I asked her how to get from an airport to a teeny tiny town no one has heard of, heard of in the middle of nowhere in Scotland. Oh, boy. They call bachelorette parties Hindus. They call them Hindus? That's stupid. I hate Scotland. No, I love you guys. I can't wait to visit. I wait, want to go to do Scotland. Do they call the bachelor parties cockdews? I have no idea. I got to go to this guy's bachelor party. I'm coming to this wedding. Like it or not, here I come. I'm coming to the wedding. Look. I'll bring my own food. I'll bring McDonald's. Oh, is this about money? Oh, we don't have enough food and enough drinks. Well, guess what? I'm sober. I'll bring Diet Cokes. I'll even bring my own chair. I'm coming to this wedding, and I want to go to this cool Scottish guy's cool bachelor party where Scottish strippers are going like, oh, Faith and Begora. Oh, let me do a little bit of shimmy on your lap there. Oh, 
It sounds Irish. Yeah, I know, but you got to admit it was it's close geographically. I fucking hate Merida. <laughs> from Brave. Ma- Ma- Merida? Merida from Brave. You don't like Merida from Brave? No, Merida's the fucking worst. Is she Okay, just level setting. That's the little girl. What? Is that the little girl from Brave with the red hair? Yeah. Okay. You don't, She's like 20. The main character. The main character. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you like Meredith from Brave? Because she fucking sucks. Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah, I've seen that she movie. She turns her mom into a bear and then she just like never takes responsibility for it. She's just like, oh no, how did this happen? It's because you literally fucking wished for your mom to leave you a fucking load. You went to a, a witch's house and the witch turned her into a bear and the whole time she's like, oh, this is so inconvenient for me. Fuck you, Meredith. Okay, to be fair, sometimes your mom will send you one single text and you will go on a 10-minute rant about how she won't leave you alone. That's one the only one she pisses me off. I would turn her into a bear, though. Mary was very pissed off. Wasn't she being forced into some kind of marriage or something? Well, yeah, well, yeah, but that's not like... You get pissed off when your mom opens your your mail. Well, I don't turn her into a bear. But I'm just saying, if you... If there was, like, a crazy lady on the street, and you were like, ah, oh, god damn it, I wish my mom would leave me alone, and then all of a sudden, your mom has turned into a bear. It's like, it's not like Merida went over there and was like, hey, uh, I have a bear wish I'd like to make. I'd love it if my mom were turning. She's wanting her mom to leave her alone. She didn't know about the bear part. I, I forget the exact wording of the wish, but, uh, uh. Was nah. it, I find my mom to be unbearable? <laughs> I can't bear to stand it. Do, 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 do. I'm, tr- I'm trying. We're all depressed. I'm trying over here. And I hate all of her brothers, and I hate the stupid fucking side plot where they're bears, too. Those adorable little bears? I fucking hate that movie. It's the worst Pixar movie, and I'm counting Cars 3. <laughs> What is the plot of Cars 3? I don't know. I've never seen it. Then why how do you know it's so bad? Because everybody says it's bad. You are, a, you, are, you are such a poser. Yeah. You are such a poser. And this is a Gen Xer talking, and I mean it. Oh, Little Miss, what, Little Miss hates Cars 3? Cars 2 was great. Mater was a spy. To sell what, what is Cars 2? I've never seen Cars that. Cars 2 is, a, is like a James Bond film, but with cars. They have to like dress up in tuxedos and they have to like pretend to be spies. I hate cars. Yeah. Clearly you hate cars. Okay. What, what is your favorite, what is your favorite Pixar movie? Oh, that's an easy one. I love Ratatouille. That movie is great. That movie is fucking awesome. That movie, it's instead of being a kid's movie, it feels like an adult movie that kids can also understand. The humor is very, very mature. I really, really like Ratatouille. I love that line where the like the mentally projected chef is just like, I, I cannot pro- pr- provide you with new information. I'm just, I'm a figment of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I love Ratatouille. I love Brave. I love Scotland. I'm going to Scotland. Buckle up, Scottish wedding filled with people who I don't know. I'm coming for you, and we'll be right back after this. Scottish people. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Loudest Podcast. Now, Sriracha, last week you told us about a not just one game, but a whole suite of games that you're getting into. Yeah, I, kind of, I finally got Cunt Wars to work. Congratulations on getting... Seaward Wars to work <laughs> on your computer. Um, you told me that the problem with Cunt Wars was that it was so big that it like, wouldn't load fully into your browser's RAM or something? Uh, I don't know what the problem was. It wouldn't load. It wouldn't work. But I finally got it to work. And let me tell you, not a bad game. Definitely better than Fab Titans. It's better than Fab Titans? By far. Okay. 
What makes... Can I just call it wars? No, you have to call it cunt wars. I said it, I tried saying it once and it felt like paper in my mouth. It felt like garbage in my mouth. I'm going to call it... Can I call it like cunny wars? Like <laughs> like they would in Scotland, like cunny wars. Yeah, no, that's gross. That's even worse. Yeah, I know, I can't. All right, all right, the wars game. Sea wars. Sea word wars. All right. What makes Seaward Wars better than Fab Titans? It's like a card-based strategy game, and you collect cards. I'm not 100% sure on the rules, but you like, it's like, what is that? I don't know, like Final Fantasy or something? It's, it's interesting. It's kind of like Final Fantasy Tactics, but meets plants versus zombies. It is exactly like that. And then you could like level up their skills and um it's funny because I am have been having a lot of fun playing the game, but there's a chat, there's a game chat where you could just chat with any player and it's like everybody's dumped in a common room and everybody is just bitching about how much worse the game is now that they updated something. Oh no, they ruined Seaward Wars. No, I wish I could go back in time and experience the original vision for cunt wars. I'm so sorry. I'm. So, I hate it when that happens. Yeah. I um. Sister Ratchet. You know she's playing all these games. Slot bitches. <laughs> poker sluts. I gave up on slot bitches. Slot you, bitches sucks. You gave up on slot bitches. It sucks. That game sucks. Okay. Well. Well. She's playing all these games. And and finally, I I like was like, let me look at this because I've been trying very hard to avoid looking at these games, but um. But, you know, we're all at home. We're going crazy. So, so, so I go over there and I look at, at Seaward Wars. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the exact kind of game I love. Like a tactics-based, like, third, like, like a, like, three-quarters view overhead game where characters have, like, health and defense ratings. And they have, they're, they're able to buff their own parties. They can deal splash damage. And I know what you're thinking. Come splashing. No, it's like magic fireballs doing splash damage. One tile around, pierce damage. I don't know what you're thinking. A penis piercing the, the, the vaginal wall, like, like the, the, the vaginal, a vagina. No, it's like doing pierce damage to the person behind you. Blockers and defenders, ranged attackers. So I'm like, Maybe I want to play Seaward Wars. Did you have fun playing the Seaward Wars tutorial? So I open, I open up Seaward Wars today, and first off, it took like six minutes to load into my browser. It does take way too long. Is this like a gigabyte of flashing? For <laughs> like, sure, this game does not look that complex. I'm guessing that like the game itself is about ten megabytes, and then the crypto miner, it's like uploading in an undeletable cookie, is about a gigabyte. <laughs> I'm playing it. It opens up. Very first thing I see is like a goblin lady giving a dude a, a blowjob. While there's two ladies like around the goblin lady. There's like a regular lady, goblin lady, regular lady doing like an orgy thing. And then it zooms out. There's like a bunch of other ladies around like in the forest like touching themselves and stuff. And then just the word C word words. And oh my God, I forgot the worst part. What? The A in the word wars. Oh, yeah, it's got a butthole. <laughs> and. It's also got a vagina, I think. So, so the le- so imagine the capital letter A. So the capital letter A has a little hole in it. That's not just any hole, that's a butthole. And then the, the line that goes through the A to, like, make the little triangle at the top, like, the bottom line has two little, like, bagoo flaps. And it's like, do you, 
So it's like a lady bending over and it's like, do you want me to fuck the A in, in, in Cup Wars? Like, what are you doing with this? What's going on here? I found out that you can also add friends. So if you're playing Cunt Wars, should we DM on Twitter? We could join a guild or something. Yeah, because in Cunt Wars, and again, I, it troubles me how easily that phrase comes out of my <laughs> mouth. Um, you are, you're not just fighting with like warriors or rogues or mages. They have a special name, right? They're they're bitches. They call them bitches. Right, exactly. So it's like get a team of bitches together and fight other people's bitches. You've got to free these bitches from this tower where a guy and he's like, Mahaha, you'll never get my bitches. And it's very explicit. And then the thing where if you become friends with someone, you can send each other bitches. Yeah, you can. It's a lot of fun. So I'm playing the SeaWorld Wars game and it's surprisingly complex and layered with leveling up. Um, there are also like your bitches are in different sub clans. So like you can have a team of all chaos bitches or a team of all nature bitches, which will buff people like, uh, which will like, you know, so like a chaos bitch will buff other chaos bitches. So like if you have like a chaos defender and then like a chaos mage, like the chaos mage can make the chaos defender attack twice. Yeah, but there doesn't seem to be any benefit to like creating a team entirely of chaos bitches or of order bitches because the, uh, it's much easier and better to auto form your team because mm. then it gives you a higher like attack rating and it boosts your hit points by like 20. So I, I don't know. I'm still figuring out the game, but I, uh, my recommendation is start playing Con Wars and then message me and I'll send you like my user code. We could all send each other bitches all day. Yeah. Cause you, because you have made friends with like, one girl in India or something? There was this girl in British Columbia that was like, <laughs> just in the chat the other day, just talking about the weather. And of course, the chat is full of these spam bots. And she's just like sitting there chatting. So we got chatting and she explained some of the game mechanics to me. She's like, yeah, it's going to be a lot harder for you because you came in after this awful update. <laughs> oh, but, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, no. Some good people playing Cut Wars. I'm playing the tutorial for Seaward Wars. It took me like a half hour to get out of that tutorial. It, I'm fighting mage bitches, rogue bitches, archer bitches, people in control of harems. Oh, and then there's this lady. There's like devil lady who's like taking me through the tutorial. And she's, and she's like, oh, damn it. What's the name of the hall? It's like. Harassment hall. Harassment hall. Thank you. God, I was about to say defenstration hall. Um, yeah, so there's. Harassment Hall. And so it's this, this, this devil lady's like, ah, this is Harassment Hall. I'd love to go there to fuck you, but it's under the control of an evil mage. It's like, all right, I'll go beat the mage. And I get in there and the mage has five mini bosses. And then finally I beat all the mini bosses and it's like, oh, now for your reward. And then just cut, just a cutscene of like very graphic insertion. Just a dude fucking a lady on a rock. While the while another lady looks on in the woods, it did not look comfortable. <laughs> well, she she's a demon lady. She's used to it. I guess maybe she likes it rough or something like that. But I'm a little bit ashamed to say of how much I did enjoy SeaWorld. It's Wars. a good game. I thought it was a very good. I thought it was a very good game. It's annoying, but it's a good game, and you all should play it. All right. So you've given up on Fap Titans because I think today I did see. 
You were you did have Fab Titan on in the background while you were playing SeaWorld. Yeah, I play both of them now. I wish there was a social element of Fab Titans, but there doesn't seem to be. Mm. Well, you know, like look, maybe when they fix this tower event and maybe when you complete a couple more laps of Fapopoly. The tower event is still not going. I'm sorry. I'm about angry that. about it. Wait a minute. I know the perfect place to complain about this. The SeaWorld Wars Discord. There's a Scott Wars Discord. There is, because when I gave them my real email address and name so I could log in so we could become SeaWorld Wars friends and send each other B-words all day, <laughs> there's a little Discord icon there. All right. I'm going to go check out their Discord right now. Give That's me one fantastic. second. Give me one second. Okay. I've opened up SeaWorld Wars. Um, and the first thing I'm seeing is... Uh, Oh, right. They have up they have clearly updated this for like St. Patrick's Day or something cuz there's like a a there's like a leprechaun style lady in like a little top hat who's giving you a, a beach while like a demon lady and a goblin lady watches and like other people scissor each other. But there's like a little leprechaun lady there. That's nice. Oh, that's festive. All right, hold on. Let me let me sign in again with my real email address. All right, the chat is going um Saja Kumi, sweet girl, see it here, hottwice.com. Oh, yeah, just close that side chat. That side chat is just all spam bots. Someone spelled the N-word wrong. That's <laughs> a non-2841. Best babes in one place to see it here. Girls like comes. Girls like comes. See it here. Sweet girls like comes. Let me log in. Fun fact, you can't say the F-word in the game chat. I'm sorry, it... The name of the game is much worse than the F word. Yeah, it it doesn't censor the word cunt, but if you type the word fuck, it'll replace it with an X. Well, I'll be goddamn. Oh, right. I'm sorry. It's not St. Patrick's Day. It's Easter because now I'm seeing a, a lady with with like bunny ears and blue hair and she's topless and she's holding up her boobs. Also, I forgot about this. The T in the C word has a pair of panties hanging off it. Oh, festive. It's very cute. It's very, very cute. Okay. And no, and I'm not joking. This entire time I've been talking to you, the game has been loading and it's only up to 30% loading. Oh yeah. No, you'll be staring at that loading screen for a while. And it has little like gags as the loading screen goes. It says like moisturizing pussies doing the bikini line. Okay. Okay. I'm in. I'm in. All right. Harassment halls. All right. Harassment hall seems to be going well. Um, you have any chests? Nope. Yeah, let me see if I can open any chests in Harassment Hall. Uh, no chests yet. Um, all right, let's go to their Discord. 22,000 members. You're kidding me. In the C Word Wars Discord. 1,221 online. I gotta join this Discord. You gotta join this Discord. Okay, lock it in. It's probably just gonna be everybody bitching about the update. <laughs> let's. Fo- I would like to know what... Because, you know... Discord comes from the word discourse. I would love to know the discourse on the C word. The Clint Wars discourse. Hey, guys. Okay, this is from Brum. Uh, There's an endless war going on for the right to make love with you. For example, recently the Dancer Clan expressed their desire to kill the Ice Queen. You need to reconcile them as soon as possible. The situation's just been been made worse because an assassin has been sent after you. Kissy face, knife emoji, love and order starts April 17th at 10 UTC. This sh- there's a new event. The Love and Order event just started. What ta- What date is it? What date is it? Today's the 18th. Oh, my oh, God. We're God, missing we're out. We're behind on the Love and Order event. We need to help these bitches. Yeah, we do. We do. 
maintenance break for 45 minutes, maybe a little more. We apologize for the inconvenience. And it's a girl dressed up like uh, like um, Alice from Alice in Wonderland, but with gigantic boobs. Mm. And over the words, it's the word, over the boobs, it's the word, oops. A lot of people have reacted with the poop emoji to this. They're very upset that they can't get their C word wars. Mm. The angry face, 23 emojis. Oh, no. Um, all right. I'm going to general. General. Cha- oh, it's an, just to warn you, it's an NSFW channel. Oh, are you sure? On the C word wars discord. Okay. Okay. I am okay with it. Okay. I've clicked on the cheaters page. Um, and it looks like this is a channel where you can report people who are cheating at SeaWorld Wars. For example, Murasami is pointing out that there's a Lady Claire. And by the way, have you seen Lady Claire? No. I'm going to ask you to get up just this once to describe Lady Claire. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know you're very comfortable. Uh, Lady Claire is she's got a nice ponytail. She's got some nipple clamps and looks like she uh is leaning against a cross a crucifix it's not a crucifix it's a cross what's the difference crucifix has jesus christ on it really yes <laughs> but he but the crucifixion like he he got crucified like anybody can be crucified well she's not crucified she's very much alive <laughs> okay i guess that's your i just wanted to i just wanted to point out that from the very beginning there is a lot of Jesus imagery. Like, yeah. one of the first units you get is a lady with a big cross, and she'll whack you with it, and it'll do piercing damage to the person behind them. Yeah, it seems like the cleric also has a cross. Yeah. But then some of the quotes, they talk about the gods, so I guess there's more than one. But no, it's it's weird. I can't believe Lady Claire's fucking cheating. Ridiculous. Yeah, and Lady Claire, she's also, you'll notice that she's inserting like a vibrator into her. Oh, yeah, she has a bullet vibrator in her vagina. And according to user Murasame, Lady Claire should not be like level 42 or something. This is a hacked, cheated Lady Claire. I can't believe. If we don't have integrity on Cunt Wars, where do we have it? And look at this. Yoru, if that is his real name, a username Yoru, who's apparently achieved rank 171 and a VIP level of three, levels that I didn't even know were possible. You gotta buy VIP. Well, Yoru clearly is a high roller. He's got a Mr. Boom here. And this Mr. Boom has 46 attack and 27 health, a might rating of 720. In my C-word wars, it's more common than you think. More likely than you think. But I still don't like it. And by the way, the art is of uh, a goblin just... Giving it to a lady from behind, but he's holding a lit bomb. He's holding like a lit cartoon bomb and the fuse is lit and the lady's wet. Now that doesn't seem safe. Yeah, Maybe none he's of this turned se- on by danger. Yeah. He's holding a bomb in one hand and he has like a, a lit rocket sword in the other while he's, oh, it's an elf. He's having sex with this elf lady from behind. And this is weird. Her like, her legs are wet. In a way that I don't think is possible from, I don't think that's just like regular like lady excitement fluid. It's It looks like someone turned the hose on her. Maybe they did. Yeah, maybe they did. Mr. Boom, that's weird. Mr. Boom's quote is, art is an explosion. That's, that's nice. I think that's uh, Naruto characters. <laughs> uh, ba- the bar, this bard here... Uh, Totally naked lady sitting spread eagle on a barrel. Uh, wherever you are, the song of light will fill your heart with cor- with courage. I forgot. 
that they have these, like, some of them have these little quotes, and some of them are filthy. Sometimes it's like, oh, shit, yeah, I'm going to beat you, then I'm going to fuck the hell out of you. And sometimes it's just like, it's just like, my courage will win the day. Yeah. The, Pick a tone, C-word wars. Like the Scarlet Warrior has something it's like, my brother's in arms. We <laughs> move valiantly into battle. And then the druid is something like, I love sucking dick. <laughs> yes. It, it, Pick a tone, C-word wars. Pick a tone. Pick a tone. Okay. Well, I am looking forward to... Look, I've never been the best at anything in my life. Before I die, I want to be the best at just one thing. You'll be the best at Con Wars. Not if I'm the number one player in the... Wait a minute. The other night, you told me that you were like number 11 in the world at Fab Titans? Oh, yeah. Fab Titans has a... I don't think there are a lot of people playing Fab Titans, but there's a Watch daily it. ranking... And I regularly make it on the top 20 of the daily ranking. So beat me out at Fab Titans if you can, assholes. I'm really proud of you. Thank I just, you. I just want to let you know, I'm really, really proud of you. I try my best. All right. The fapping continues. We'll be right back after this. Me and Sriracha have both been very, very busy during this quarantine. Are we getting in shape? No. Are we uh, cleaning up around the house? Eh, not really. A little bit. Uh, we're both spending a lot of time on Reddit's r slash am I the asshole board. Yes, we are. You were you were just telling me in the break about uh, some dude who's talking about, what, what was that? There's some fucking stupid asshole that every day posts the same fucking story and every day the mods delete it. And I don't know why they haven't banned this guy. I guess he keeps making new Reddit accounts. But long story short, it's a thinly veiled allegory, like a saying that he doesn't believe that viruses are real. Like, my friend thinks that there are magic little monsters that enter your lungs and tickle you and make you sick. Even though we've never seen a picture these monsters am i the asshole for pointing out that we shouldn't believe these are real uh, without any form of proof it's like dude fuck off you think that i mean to me it sounds like this person's trolling pretty hard well they're trying like they're trying really hard but every day they get like three comments telling them to fuck off and stop posting this and then they get deleted yeah um Reddit's r slash am I the asshole, po like a, a week or two ago, they passed a rule that was no coronavirus related topics. Those mods are cracking down like crazy. They delete like every post. You were telling me this morning that like you were going through the new post, you were sorting by new, deleted, deleted, locked, locked, deleted, cannot comment, deleted. Yeah, because nobody reads the fucking rules. What what are the rules again? Like, you can't post about breakups. You can't post about violent encounters. You can't post, like, your revenge stories. And nobody listens. Yeah, I know. Okay, so a couple of weeks ago, you hit the front page of Am I the Asshole. You got on, like, BuzzFeed or Bustle or something with your now classic tale of a, of a woman who didn't want her autistic... <laughs> Uh, nephew at the wedding as the ring bearer because he refused to take off his Spider-Man costume. That is correct. Now, I I wanted to get in the trolling game, too. I want to play, too. I want to be one of the cool kids. Like, I'm never one of the cool kids my whole life, on the outside, looking in, pounding on the glass. I want to be, I want to be a master troll, too. So, I came up with on the air an idea about a mom who's complaining about her teacher's online Zoom teleclasses. Do you mind if I read it to you? Yeah, go ahead. So my title was, Am I the asshole for asking my kid's teacher not to use, quote, funny Zoom backgrounds during teleclass? 
the uh, post reads, teachers have it hard. They should get paid more. Blah, blah, blah. I get it. But I, parentheses, F37, also work hard. And I know when someone else isn't. The other day, I walked into my kid's bedroom during teleclass and noticed that his teacher, F, comma, 24 years old, was using one of those Zoom filters to make it look like she was on the moon. I asked my kid how often this happened, and he said all the time, uh, he's in school to learn, not laugh. So I sent a mass email about it to some of the other parents, some of whom agreed and confronted his teacher. She said she would consider my request, but the other day, she was teaching from the underwater kingdom of Atlantis. I am considering going above her head, as she's being a real, quote, Karen about this. But before I do, am I the asshole? I'm sure you got eviscerated, right? I got 53 comments immediately. Zero upvotes, so many downvotes. Now I'm living the high... I think to myself, like, I'm living the high life, the troll life. But... Two things. One, gets locked at comment 16. And I go, God damn it. And I tell, I tell Sriracha about it. And she's like, yeah, you were way too obvious. Obvious troll is obvious. Yeah, you were pretty damn obvious. I think I was being pretty sneaky. You need more like bullshit justification. Like I pay, I pay X amount in tuition in my property taxes, and I can't believe we're employing. I I think my student, my kid has a right to learn, like stuff like that. You need to just try to explain yourself better. Okay, damn it! I want to be, I want to be a big time troll hero, like my troll hero Sriracha and Lime Jinjo. Um, (laughs) fuck you, cumhead. Exactly, a classic fuck you, cumhead scenario. But then I see. Uh, it gets locked. I'm like, ah, I guess that was too obvious. And I open it. I got a mod mail from one of the mods. I'm in my the asshole. And they said, you are not allowed to use the offensive term Karen on r slash am I the asshole. If you delete the term Karen and write us back acknowledging receipt of this message and acknowledging deletion, we will open up your thread again. Yeah, they fucking deleted one of my comments for calling someone a man baby at one point. They're being really, really, like, tight-fisted about a site called Am I the Asshole? They're being real assholes about it. It's got asshole. It has asshole in the title. That's asshole in the title of the sub. You can't... And they're calling Karen, like, a... They're... Essentially, calling it akin to like a racial slur. Yeah, like, that's what they're saying about the word Karen. That it's like, oh, it's, it's so bad, it's so offensive, it's so terrible. Yeah, I don't get it, but no, they're hard asses. Yeah, they're really weird. So I'm getting all these comments that are like, "The teacher's not the Karen. You're the Karen. <laughs> you seem like you're the Karen here. Seems like the only Karen here is you." And I'm like, "Yes, yes, 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 lulls. Feed my lulls. Feed my need for the lulls." <laughs> But the number one upvoted comment with 97 upvotes was, wow, this is a pretty obvious troll. Trolls must be really bored during the coronavirus (laughs) crisis. I'm like, God damn it. And all the most upvoted comments were like, obvious troll is obvious. Try better at trolling next time. Clearly a troll. Yeah, no, you do got to try harder. It hurt my feet. Look, I'm saying it hurt my feelings. It hurt my feet. You heard that fictitious teacher's feet. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't my fictitious kid have the right to be educated without? Oh, so someone's in an all. In, 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 someone's in a, in a volcano. Oh, it look, looks like the teacher. She's she's teaching from the woods. It's like, don't. Doesn't my kid deserve better? My, my kid doesn't exist. Fake kid does deserve better. I want to invite 
Lime Jinjo, and if she'll come on, Nico on the show. And I want to see if maybe I can get some some good troll vice. Maybe we can do a trolling contest or something because I'm at the end of my rope. I want to be a cool troll hero like all my troll heroes, and I'm just failing at every time. Yeah, we could do that. Okay. Are you down? Yeah, of course. Do you have any more troll advice for me before we wrap up? You just got to argue more with people in the comments. Well, I did argue a little bit. So, so like a username like, you know, uh, Farface85 was like, you're, you're acting like a Karen. And I wrote back. I am not the Karen. That's good. Just like short, sweet, and to the point. Yeah, exactly. And then I and then I was telling people that them calling me Karen was a real Karen move, just like this teacher who's clearly Karen. Yeah, but you got to respond to like every comment and call them assholes. Yeah, is that what you got to do? That's what you got to do. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully. Well, thank you for the advice. Thank you so much. Thank you. We're going to get through this together. Yeah. And, and if, if anyone else out there is doing any of my the asshole trolling, please, I could I could use some help here. I'm I'm a boomer. I'm out of my depth. I'm trying to be like my Zoomer heroes and I'm failing. We'll be right back after this. Hey, you guys want to do some quick old, let's go to dip back into the never-ending well of content that is Nathan Mazur. He's written an amazing article on Google Docs, or not on Google Docs, on Medium, mm-hmm. about he, dude is fucking pressed over Google reviews. Yeah, he is. Um, what's the title of that article again? It's something like bombastic and it's, stupid. It's like everything Nathan writes is word salad. Yes. <laughs> so it's the title of the review is Google reviews destroy young entrepreneurship. Now he's very obviously buying reviews because like the, the people reviewing it are like eating. They're claiming to have eaten in Garfield eats and then eat a restaurant in India on in the same day. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> Which I find hard to believe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I also find that hard to believe. So um, he's very, very angry that I guess he can't get these reviews removed. People that are honestly reviewing the restaurant, which, because, you know, the food's not good. And yeah. The food tastes bad, and it's expensive, and it takes too long to make. And there's there's something I just noticed on their menu called the Big Fat Watermelon Smoothie. The Big Fat Watermelon Smoothie. The Big Fat Watermelon Smoothie. Okay. All right. I um The thing that has interested me about Nathan recently... Well, okay, first off, I read that article because he published it like a week or two ago. He is just... He's so upset... That people are making fun of his food and he can do nothing about it. And I love how he tries to frame it as like, this is hurting young entrepreneurs. It's like, you're 34, dude. You're 34. You're 34. You look like you're 40. You keep calling yourself... Like I was on, I'm, I was on his Instagram page today, and he has like a whole Instagram favorites stories just with the word young. And it's like, you know who uses the word young a lot? Old people. You know that song, Young at Heart? Like, like if you are among the very young at heart. It's sang by a very old man who died halfway through the recording. Somebody messaged me and was like, Sir Angie, you should uh, license Garfield so you can be the youngest Garfield licensee. Oh my God, how funny would that be? You have to do that. How come you haven't done... you got to get in touch with Paws, Inc., a subsidiary of the Nickelodeon Corporation. Because I don't have millions of dollars to piss down the toilet of my dad's money. I wonder... Okay, look. It might cost a lot of money to license Garfield for a big thing, like for merchandise or for a broadcast. But 
What if you license Garfield? What if you pretend to be a school teacher and you're like, I want to license Garfield to do a small school play about Garfield in my small special needs school? <laughs> what if you did that? What do you think? Oh, that would work. That would definitely work. Where are we going to get some special needs kids? You, viewer. <laughs> oh, my You'd be nice to our viewers. Um, well, I know. I definitely know two special needs podcast hosts that could use some help. Um, yeah. Again, it's talking about youth, talking about youth. Gross, gross, gross. You want to read a little of that article? <clears throat> Yes, okay, I'm going to read this verbatim. Yes, it sounds like I'm going to be having a stroke. (laughs) That's just how it's written, okay? Imagine dreaming of owning your own brand one day and decide to become a risk-taking soul, rising to become the best version of yourself, thinking this is your calling and purpose. Finally, you decide you own business somewhere on this earth crust. Good job, millennial. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, he wrote that? Yes. Millennials don't talk about being millennials. They don't. They don't like, you guys don't like being millennials. This next paragraph is one sentence, and I'm going to try to do it in one breath. You ready? Ready. (gasps) Now you are on your way to perhaps running the next disruptive billion-dollar valuation of the century under the age 34, like Brian Chensky founded Airbnb at age 27 years old, or Deepender Goya founded Zomato at 25 years old, or perhaps Travis Kalanick founded Uber at age 33 years old. Yes, that's still young. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder how old Nathan Masri is. (laughs) Perhaps you don't have such big aspirations for yourself because you just think that big and instead you open a, you don't think that big and instead you open a 1,000 square foot pizza shop in your hometown. Don't worry, you are still counted as a business owner, a boss. Moreover, your pizza brand could become the next Pizza Hut sensation worldwide if it wasn't for those malicious Google reviews fooled by spiteful intent. Now your chances are slim and your hope is narrowing down. Oh, but it is freedom of speech and every human being entitled to their own opinion, right? I mean, yes, yes. That's not a, that's a weird straw man argument to, be, to, to build. Sure, everyone, sure, everyone should be allowed to say what they want to and express their own opinions freely, right? Pfft, wrong. <laughs> Last time I checked, ethical rights <laughs> was established to allow people to think more rationally and make more informed decisions on how it may affect themselves and others in this world also. Google reviews do not identify ethical parameters to determine the intent of the reviewer in their algorithm or other means to ensure that young entrepreneurs or family businesses who have mortgaged their entire house or invested their life dreams into saving their dream business do not file for bankruptcy God forbid. <gasps> Those businesses may very well provide high quality service or product to the community or effectively working problem by offering customer service and working long hours, multitasking, accounting, marketing, selling, social media, etc. as an entrepreneur to guarantee gluten-free bread and almond milk on the table for their loved ones. Could you put, could we just pause for one second? You'll notice how he keeps talking about a hypothetical business that is just Garfield Eats. He's like, maybe you're a young man who opened up a pizza restaurant, a pizza restaurant that offers gluten-free crust options and almond milk. Maybe the pizzas are shaped like a popular cartoon character. Maybe, I don't know off the top of my head, Garfield, but he's a lovable cat that's been around since 1979. Just throwing that out there, you know, it could have been anybody. It could have been any Garfield-themed pizza restaurant. So weird. 
Those businesses may continue to improve their product offerings and flourish with time. If and only if all stakeholders do not believe every single review without critical thinking and giving them a chance at life and part of this economy, which is fucking hysterical because he's buying, he's bought like 400 reviews. Yes, that is absolutely true. You can tell because those are the ones that say the food is good. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the definition of a Google review on Google is Google reviews improve local search ranking. One of the biggest benefits that online reviews bring to your business is a boost in local search rankings. More importantly, it means that your business is highlighting the fact that you offer a great service, great product, and that customers love you. It's a pizza restaurant. It's a forget that it's called Garfield for a second. If I want pizza, I'm not reading the Google reviews. I, I'm seeing what the closest pizza restaurant is to me, and I'm ordering from there. And if it's bad, I'm not ordering from there again. This isn't like buying a computer or a microphone from some weird Third Reich microphone organization <laughs> or a car from a car vending machine. It's, it's pizza. He's taking this really seriously. It's pretty hard to fuck up a pizza. And yet. And yet they have managed to do it. Mm -hmm. It's pretty hard to fuck up some french fries by forgetting a key ingredient is a one-way ticket to terrible french fries. Reviews Mary where. Yeah, reviews may very well improve SEO, and that is a great brand awareness strategy and digital marketing idea. However, when you own a starting brand called Garfield Eats and a reviewer says, I love Bugs Bunny and gives you a one star is irrelevant and unfair, bringing down your score from 4.0 to 3.8 after years of hard work, research and development and tasty recipe. Of course, it will take a few to bring the score down considerably. So here is another one by Maria who says, these five-star reviews make me wonder how much they are paid to write these. <laughs> A good question, Maria. Or by Victoria who says, I do not take kindly to dishonest owners who can't take criticism. <laughs> Owned in Victoria by Facts and Logic by writing a seven-minute long Medium article about how much he totally doesn't. He was totally good at taking criticism. Goodness, goodness, great. Well, okay. I like to say this just to defend that first reviewer. If the entire, if your entire, if the value proposition of your business is that it's Garfield themed, and I like Bugs Bunny, you're getting one star. I'm sorry, like. <laughs> Like, you should have known Garfield was controversial. You get into bed with Garfield, you're going to be there all day. This he sleeps a lot. Have you seen him? <laughs> I asked for a Pikachu-shaped pizza. They wouldn't do a zero out of ten. <laughs> Please tell me turned. that's a review. No, but it will be after this podcast comes out. All right, here we go. I, I just went to their Yelp page. Oh, yes. Uh, Carolyn H. says, Soggy pizza, slow service, sides offers were fries or salad, and they were out of both. No washrooms, very limited seating. That all of those are very accurate. Yes, all those are incredibly accurate. Uh, Tycoon ordered a thick crust XL veggie pizza that barely fed for adults. $22. Probably the worst pizza I've had in my life. Um, Lindsay, Lindy Z, I would give this place zero stars, but Yelp won't let me do that. This place takes stupid to a whole new level. I mean, I guess I'd be pissed off if people were writing mean things. I mean, people do write mean things about me on the internet all the time, but... It seems like writing a Medium article where you kind of show ass and let them know how pissed off you are might just be an invitation uh, for more 
this uh, lol's milking yeah this is one of the things i don't get so the first google review when you look at the google reviews is a dude that took a picture it's two-star review of somebody named henry lee or harry lee who has pictures of the pizza he has pictures of the pizza that he purchased on his review in the Garfield box and the response from the owner is hello Harry and of course it's all about how the pizza sucks hello Harry we take your rev- thank you for your review Garfield pop icon is susceptible to spam and social bots and we handle them carefully if you are a genuine customer then we take your review into consideration what Bro, there's pictures of the Garfield pizza. He obviously ate the pizza or at least purchased it. Right. Come on, man. Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm, I'm here on, I guess, I guess Canadian Yelp is called Zomato.com. So I'm on Zomato.com. And uh, here we go. We've got a guy who's a five-star review. Thank you, Garfieldies, for this yummy, cheesy, and Garfield-shaped pizza. Great service, too. No delays at all. Order now, guys. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Hashtag Dubai blogger. <laughs> so, and, and uh, you know, obviously, I'm just going to point out that Garfieldies is not in India yet. <laughs> They're not in India yet. Um, and this review is right above another review that says, I'm so disappointed. I've read so many positive reviews. I was very excited to try the lasagna. It was too dry. The beef wasn't juicy. It had no tomato sauce, no flavor at all. Sprinkled with dry herbs made it worse and extra dry. It looked like a brick. <sighs> and Oh, and what really bothered me was I chewed on a small, hard, unchewable thing twice, and I can't tell what it was. It looked like tiny metal, which hurt my teeth. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, maybe someone's retainer, maybe uh, uh, Normal's retainer fell in the lasagna. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so he, I mean, you look, you, look, you live by the buzz, you die by the buzz. Everybody fucking wrote about this guy because his restaurant was so stupid, and he loves that, but, like, now that they're criticizing, he doesn't like it, it's, it's, it's weird. It's very weird, and I feel like this could be... This could be fixed so easily by just changing the goddamn pizza, man. Yeah, I know. He should just buy another pizza place. He should. Here's what he should do. He should just buy a pizza place that already works. Lose the whole Garfield shape thing, or just cut them into the shape of Garfield after they're done. You know what I mean? Yeah. It would take like five minutes to just put down a little guy thing and trim off the edges, and that's it. It's just, the, the problem is, he, he's like, he had a good idea, but he doesn't know how to run a restaurant. It definitely was not a good idea. I, I don't get why he doesn't just take, like, a really, I'm sure his dad could buy him, like, a nothing job at Mr. Subs. Well, interestingly enough, and this is something that we teased a few weeks ago but forgot to talk about, um, he mentions his dad uh, on his WeFunder page. Oh no, the WeFunder disaster. Yeah, you know about this, but uh, but our listeners don't. Okay, so WeFunder is like GoFundMe or um, what's that? Uh, what's that thing where you can like fund a product? Kickstarter. Yeah, exactly. Or it's like Kickstarter, but for raising humongous sums of investment capital. So. Nathan's trying to open up a Garfield Eats in America, and he wants us to pay for it. Um, if you go to wefunder.com slash Garfield Eats, invest in Garfield Eats, world's first fad fast food restaurant owned by fans. He is looking to raise 
He is looking to raise $1,070,000. Oh, my God. He has $1,900 already. He has. He currently has $1,900. <laughs> um, if you are an early bird investor, if you invest, if you're one of the, if you're in the first 100000 invested, you will get two and a quarter times what you invested in the business. I don't believe you. <laughs> it's uh, though that two and a quarter comes from a 5% revenue share, meaning that they would need to make around $20 million for you to get like a sizable enough amount of money back. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Yes, uh, exactly. Uh, here, here we go. The chief engagement officer at Garfield Leeds says, We founded it while working for my father's fast food company as VP of marketing with master franchise from Middle East for big Canadian brands, Mr. Sub, Jugo Juice, Van House <laughs> Cafe, owned by MTY Group with 70 brands and 5,500 outlets and $2 billion in sales found in the stock exchange market. We want to disrupt the franchise industry. How much advertising do you need to do for Mr. Sub? It's just, you go get your subs. Like, Subway doesn't really have to advertise. You know there's a Subway in your neighborhood. You either want to eat their food or don't. At this point, you know whether or not you like Subway. It's, and you know that the bread is tastes like gymnastics. <laughs> and you know the tomatoes are from, like, two years ago. But the reason you go to Subway is because, like, you're trying to fool yourself into thinking that you're not eating fast food. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, that's their, that's their whole fucking market. It's like, look, either you like it or you don't. Um, Man, what terrible luck that they picked the spokesperson that's a pedophile. Oh. Like, you ever think about how bad luck that was? Like, you could have gotten any fat guy and been like, we're going to sponsor you to eat subs every single day. A very controlled calorie intake. And they happen to pick the pedophile. I know. It's a shame because if you look at those commercials again, you know, he's always like, Stand. He, he has like a giant pair of pants and he's standing in one leg. The other leg has children in it. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, and it's just like, but at the time, like, no one noticed. But, you know, it was, it was very unfortunate. That's why they stood up. It wasn't him holding it. It was just those kids. <laughs> it was just those kids. Um, yes. So, uh, so here are their investors. Pascal Hyder. Oh, of course. Who we know. <laughs> Sam Masri, who is clearly like Nathan Masri's relative. Has to be. Yeah. Again, I'd like to point out that from an incredibly wealthy family, the Masri's, they've only raised $1,900. Like, Sam Masri has, could have, even Sam Masri doesn't want to throw their money away. Quinton? Oh, that's the guy. That guy does like some kind of Garfield podcast or something. I, I've heard of like Quinton reviews or Quint. He's like a YouTube guy, Quinton. I guess so. I don't know. I don't know much about him, but he's invested a uh, hundred dollars. Um, Norman Sklotnik, Sarah Jane P. Espiritu. Oh, all these people are going to lose all their goddamn money. I remember a long time ago. You read their like fine. You read the financial prospectus for the Garfield Eats America plan. I did. It was a long time ago, so I'm not going to get the numbers correct. But it was something absolutely ridiculous. They were like, "We anticipate that we will be making money in three years," which is f fucking insane. It's not not possible for a restaurant, and that was based on like. Them assuming they were going to have 1,000 orders every day. That's what the... Something like that. I'm not sure exactly. Jesus Christ. Yeah. 
And I remember at the time you told me that like their prospectus said that like they had to make all of their money back before they'd start to pay out even a little bit to the WeFunder pledges. I think so. Yeah. Let, yeah, let me see if I can pull this up. Yeah, the rev share calculator and the pitch deck. Let me open this. <laughs> this website is so sketchy too. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so I have their financials up here. So in year three, they are projecting to uh, to get 1,400 orders a day mm-hmm. across three restaurants. We've been to Garfield Eats. They have one pizza oven, like one. With like <laughs> one dude working there. Um, they are also, let's see, their labor costs in year one is $130,000 across 13 employees. So, so they're looking to pay people $10,000 a year. <laughs> so, so 10,000 divided by 40, uh, divided by 52, uh, it would be, uh, they're looking to pay, what is that? $4 a day or $4 an hour? I'm not sure which. It's not great either way. It, it, yeah, a lot of these numbers don't add up. Um, they say in the first year, they're going to average 336 sales a day. <laughs> right, which is... I, I, and right now, they're closed, which I hear he's really freaking out about on Instagram. He's fucking pissed. Dude is going nuts. He shaved his fucking head. Did you see that? I did not see that he shaved his head, no. He's got problems. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he shaved his head? Yeah, oh my God. He's like Travis B- Bickle Mac- like, uh, Masri? He's got a cat now, too, that he named Garfield. Oh, God, that poor cat's going to have such a terrible life. Going back to this article, this part made me laugh. So there's a whole big, long thing about how reviewer, the reviewers are bullying him. And they can't let it go, forgive, forget, or just shut up, or if they have nothing nice to say. But then he says, uh, Google will state that if you do not like the review, then go ahead and flag it. Utterly laughable. Even if you flag and identify the review as irrelevant, spam, hateful, violent, or other, then dream for the review to be deleted. Even if it just simply reads the following by Michael S. One review, three weeks ago, Garfield. (laughs) (laughs) How can you say that's not relevant? That's highly relevant. (laughs) This is Garfield. <laughs> That's millennial humor. It's like all the people that comment on his Instagram, like, is the sauce Garfield's cum? And get blocked immediately? That's a very good question. I would like to know if Garfield's cum is in my pizza before I eat it. it is that so is. wrong? Yeah, it definitely is. Well, see, there you go. All right, I'm not going to eat it then. Now I'm an informed consumer, savvy shopper. I'm mad that I didn't get any of the free coffee there, and instead we bought a garfuccino. I can't, and not a day goes by where I don't think about that. Yeah, I know. Well, thank you so much for the Nathan Masry update. Oh, you're welcome. Is there anything else you wanted to say? No, I think that's about it. <laughs> All right, we will be right back after this. That's it for this week's episode of Loudest Pockets. Thank you so, so much for listening. Uh, we've got a voicemail number at 848-863-5343. If you want, you can email us a letter or your comments at theloudestpodcast at gmail.com. And in the past two weeks, we've put out four brand new bonus episodes. Uh, we put out episode two of The Dark Sided Jills, where Sriracha and Nico talk about uh, how Sriracha got kicked out of both North and South Korea. Did you know that the coronavirus is caused by 5G? 
because we know. Oh, you talk about that on the show? Yeah. Um, we recorded a new episode of The Lime in the Coconuts where we talk about how Goku was very, very important to a young, formi- uh, formative lime Jinjo. And we got two new crispies out, and we're going to record a third one this month. Fuck yeah, we are. Um, thanks so much, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.